Murder House Flip. But this show is called Flipped Off. We're talking about the William Pre Badford House. Now let me say it right. The William P. Bradford House. Lori and I are wrapping it up today. Oh, by the way, I do this show with a woman named Lori Roggenkamp. Lori and K. Roggenkamp. Who, by the way, she's going to school now to be a teacher. Uh, I am a teacher. Well, you are a teacher. But all people don't know in a previous career, you were a ghost hunter. Yes, I was. Yeah. People don't know that. We don't... We, you'd think we would talk about it on this show. I don't like to talk about it. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You were very scarred. You were <laughs> like... Um, well, actually, you and I both did. We were like um, the people from The Conjuring. Yeah. I've seen some shit. Yeah. People would call us. And then... But the problem, we were really bad at it. Because we could hunt the ghosts... We just couldn't catch them. So, like, no. there was one where Lori and I <laughs> responded to, like, they are like, oh, my God, I think this doll is alive and possessed. And we are like, okay, let's go check it out. And when we got there, the doll, you want to do an impression of how the doll talked to us? Yes. <laughs> it was like, hey, Felix. <laughs> yeah. And you and I both went, and then we ran out. Yeah. Well, yeah. the problem was I'm not good at shit talking. So yeah. when somebody shit talks me, I don't. So the the ghost would always be like, "You're a fat piece of shit," and I'd be like, "Yeah, well, you're a ghost, so shut up, you stupid ghost." Yeah, <sighs> and and my thing is I'm afraid of ghosts. <laughs> that was my whole kind of. That was sort of my weakness. I don't know why we went for, for you're not bad at coming but the comebacks for ghosts. I'm afraid of ghosts. I don't know why we went into that career. You know, I mean, look, we were trying out new things. We thought maybe this would be you know when you get a job and you just think like, oh, I'll just become a different person for this yeah. job and then you realize yeah. like, no, I like I had a job when I got a job at Target one time where I was going to have to wake up at like 2 in the morning and work till 6. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll just become a completely different person. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's not, I'm not going to be able to do that. But then how do you do it for school? Because for school, you have to show up, you know, kind of rather early and whatnot. How do you do it? Um, It's different. I feel like with school, well, first off, it's not nighttime. But it's different because it's like, I actually enjoy being around the kids and, you know. And also, it's like, you sort of, I felt like with, like, those customer service jobs, like, if I quit, I know that, like, you know, in reality, yeah, they could get another sub- the special ed teacher. But if I quit, then who would be the te- who would be there for the kids at that moment? You know, whereas like if I quit Target, nobody would care. <laughs> nobody would be like, oh no, Lori's gone. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, I brought that up with Aiden for Starbucks because you know I'm a big proponent of Aiden just be like, it's fucking Starbucks, you know? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I realize, I don't care about Starbucks, but I would be screwing over the people that I work with. Because then they'd have to cover for me. Like, someone would, they'd have to make up for the, the stuff that I'm not there for. Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But what doesn't make sense is the not getting a day off if you give them a two-month advance. 
You know, I heard that, and I want to correct you. It's three months. There was a three-month three advance. That's yeah. ridiculous. Lori, he listens they to the show. They can't move shit around. <laughs> they can't move Lori, shit around. Lori, he listens to the show. He's going to hear this. I'm not going to edit it out. You know, I'm going to get in trouble. Okay. I mean, I just think they're taking advantage of him. I agree. I agree. He's young, though. I mean, I was sort of that way when I was, when I was like, I felt like I had this, like. Can you be that way with here? No. Oh. It's beaten out of me. (laughs) Uh, It's beaten out of me from customer service shops. Yeah. I had that false sense of responsibility that I feel like those, that's what corporations feed on. Yeah. They feed on younger people having like a a false sense of responsibility towards them mm-hmm. when it's the opposite, when it yeah. should be the opposite. And they should mm-hmm. be they should be doing everything in their power to make people want to work for them. But for some mm-hmm. reason they they have they've you know they have they've made it so that people now for some reason want to you know try and prove themselves to to Starbucks. And it's like who gives a shit? Starbucks. I was talking to somebody uh, I believe it was State of Brie. And she was talking about how her sister, I believe. I could be making this entire story up. But her sister worked for a company. And this I probably made this entire story up. I'm not even lying. State of Brie will correct me. Well, we'll say this is completely true until we hear otherwise. Yeah. But I believe the story she told me was that her sister, who was about to give birth, worked until it was she could not work anymore. Because essentially... The company made her feel badly for using her, um, like, you know, like, uh, you know, like there's the family leave act or whatever. Yeah. And that she felt guilty about using it. And I was like, and I will say it's a very American thing. Like, first of all, I was talking to Carlo from Germany about this. He gets like six weeks of vacation a year. And he uses every bit of it. And I was saying here in the U.S., he knew that we only get two weeks. I said, you only get two weeks, and then they make you feel like an asshole for taking those two weeks. Oh, yeah. And like, like, okay, I mean, I guess, you know. I one time where I was working at a doggy daycare, mm-hmm. and I had jury duty. Yeah. And when you go into the to the court, they make you turn your phone off. I mean, sure. re- in reality, even if I wanted to use my phone, they have they have shitty cell service there for intentionally. Yeah. So and there was no way I was going to be making calls, but I had to turn my phone off. So I had told my boss and I told my boss's boss, look, this is going to be for right now. I'm going to be going in today, but I could be going in tomorrow or, you know, foreseeably for a long time, depending on if I get on the case. So mm-hmm. I went on my break mm-hmm. and checked my voicemails, like literally just the morning. So like maybe two hours. We got mm-hmm. a 15-minute break. I went outside to check my voicemails. My boss was already calling me saying that if I didn't come over, come back, she'd fired me. <gasps> and I was like, I'm on I'm at jury. I can't leave. It's jury duty. And she goes, well, you uh-huh. got to tell them that you can't stay. And I said, I, <laughs> there's, there's, I think that's, I, I believe that's against the law for her to do that. No, I, that's what I said. I said, you can't, you can't do that. Like, legitimately, you can't do that. And so mm-hmm. then I guess she went to the owner of the doggy daycare. And she was like, Lori's not covering her shift. And the uh, owner was like, isn't she at dirt on jury duty? Like, like even the owner was like, you got to calm down. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I've worked companies. I one time worked at a place where 
uh, I worked at a 24 hour fitness where the, the manager of the 24 hour fitness, his wife gave birth and mm-hmm. they basically told him that they were like, uh, well, we could give you paternity leave, but we don't really feel like you need it because it's your second child. Oh so God. instead you can, you can either work and, or you can, and we'll give you a, a, a bonus for not taking paternity leave or you can not work and we will essentially just let you go. <gasps> yeah. So he was like, and, and I was like, isn't that illegal? And they're like, oh yeah, but they do that stuff all the time. So it's like corporations mm-hmm. just like, they don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, I'm, that's why I only work with gays and lesbians is because <laughs> they're not going to take maternity leave. What? Mm-hmm. They take maternity leave all the time. Nope. Not in my company. I'll fire you. Oh, okay. If you take maternity leave, I'm going to fire you. I'm taking maternity like, leave tomorrow. Well, you're fired. New host of Murder House Flip. We're going to get a new, uh, we're going to call Fortune Feimster. See if she's available. <laughs> it'd probably be a funnier show. Mm. I think you'd it'd have be to, like, you'd have to, You'd have to explain to her who you are, but I think it'd be a well, funnier show. Yeah, well, she, she, you know, she'll be happy to get the work. <laughs> yeah, she's hurting. She's hurting for work. Would you, like, if, if Fortune Feimster said she wanted to have a threesome with you and Star, Mm-mm. would you do it? No. 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 She just doesn't do it for you. Because I, I you think- know, the dangerous thing about this afterthought radio is I get to hear the ridiculous things you say in the past. Like one of the, as long as you're attracted to any woman, as long as you don't feel like you'll break them, you're not going to break fortune Feimster. No, she's attractive. I just don't, oh. I just don't would never want to have a three way. Okay. What about you watch? No. Star watches. No. I just don't like any idea of, of Star and I having sex with anybody that's not each other. No, but Star's watching and masturbating while you make love to Fortune Beamster. No. I just don't like that. I wouldn't, How about this? Star and I have sex and Fortune Beamster watches. Oh, that's a good idea. Would you let Fortune Beamster watch you guys have sex? Sure. Oh. What if she told one of her classic Fortune Beamster jokes? Would you like laugh or are you, are you, do you tell jokes in bed? Yes. What the other day was she, Star was saying something and I, I made a joke like while we were doing, and I was like making a joke. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, I make jokes. Does she make, I, you time. know, it's funny because I don't make jokes in bed at all. You don't? No. Is it because you're mouthful? I'm mouthful. Your mouth is full. Oh, because my mouth is full? That's exactly the reason. Speaking of my mouth being full, let's talk about episode five of the William Bradford house here on Murder House Flip. Okay? Yes. When we last left the show, they sent the owners on their way to the, because they were going to, the owners left with these gigantic, they're going to be gone for only two nights, but they left with gigantic suitcases. Okay. Yes. By the way, their, their children are nowhere in sight. We know they have children. Can, but they have, can I also yeah. 
backtrack a little bit to something sure. they said in the first episode that I didn't catch. Sure. I don't sure. I think you might have mentioned it, but the husband says we always wanted to live in this neighborhood. Yeah. And we asked the realtor why this why this house is on the market. And he, she said, oh, it was just because of a woman passed away 32 years ago, natural causes. So mm-hmm. they're trying to tell us that for 32 years, that house was on the market. No, but we know it wasn't because it was a previous owner. No, I know. But what I'm trying to say is like they're making it seem that they could not sell this house for 32 years. Yeah, and what's funny is that the title, the, 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 the title sequence before each episode, well, before each first episode, does that make sense? So, like, yes. each house has three episodes. So, like, for episodes one, four, ostensibly seven, um, there's this thing that says, like, in California, it says, like, like, if someone dies in the house in California, you have to tell them with it, for the first three years after the death. But then after that, you do not have to tell them. This has been over 30 years since the murder. Yeah. So why would the woman even, like, I, the, the realtor was in her rights to just say like, but why would she even bring it up? She's like, oh, I don't know. Cause all she has to focus on is who's selling the house last. But this goes to me that they're lying. It doesn't go to me that the realtor's lying. I still, I still hold the, that they're the big liars. Oh yeah! If I was a realtor, I would be I would be suing them for defamation. I'd be like, "Fuck yeah. those people." Also, like I honestly don't think that the realtors. I think they were mis misrepresenting the facts. I think the realtor is like, "Oh yeah, the last owner died of old age." Oh, I see what you're saying. No, but they talked to the last owner because they said about the safe. That's right. Yeah. Well. So, no, no, no. but um, it could be that the it could be that the old lady died, and then the the widower, the husband, sold it. I mean, actually, that's actually how my brother got his house. My brother has a house. It was a couple had lived there for sixty years, and then she died, and the husband was like, "I don't want to live in this house anymore," and sold it. Oh yeah, that would work. Yeah. Yeah. So. um so anyway, so the so the woman uh so they leave with the with the biggest um uh suitcases ever. They leave Yeah, and I leave. wanna remind people I wanna remind people the, the basics of the murder case is that a woman, Mrs. Bradford, they never give her first name, was shot uh by her husband because their divorce had gone through and she got forty thousand dollars more than he thought was worth because she asked for her extra forty thousand dollars, she got it. So he shoots her like five times, leaves the body there. He's on the run for like fourteen years, twelve years. I don't know what it is. They catch him, they put him in jail, and then they're re- yes. this, this family has moved in. They're redoing the house. And also, I think it's funny to point out that this is not the William Bradford who killed a whole family in California, yeah. where they could have easily done that as a murder house, mm-hmm. but chose not to. Well, no, but, I think when these people applied, they thought it was that murder. They probably did. Um, anyways, so they uh so so they go, so the people leave and they're like, bye, bye. And then the next episode is now the house is not terrible. Like the no. house is not bad at, by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. But they act like I mean, they, they're they literally having to build from the ground up. They're just yeah. like, ugh. And my favorite line of this of this second episode is 
the uh, the female designer says that she goes, you know, the wife mentioned that there is a dark that the oh. this room is really dark, I and I don't notes. think she's just talking about the the murder. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, she's only talking about the light in the room. Like yeah. she's not talking about the murder. Yeah, it, she's the only one. It's funny that you say that, Laurie. Right here in my notes, where I put the check mark, I wrote "no shit." Yeah, okay. I put the quote too. I said, "Yeah, no shit." She's talking. I think she was only talking to the only people who bring the murder up. No, the only person because I don't even think my, Michael or Mikel. Same person, by the way. We don't want to say his name. Michael or Mikel, he never brings the murder up. The only person who brings up the murder is Joelle. Yeah, she's the only one. Yeah, they, anyways, so they just, so they go around the house and they decide what they're going yeah. to, okay. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah. They, oh. they, and what, and so they've already done that. The people have gone now, it's, it's time to work on the house. And so remember, these are only five minute episodes. I think this one's only like five or six minutes. Now, so again, they do that comical thing. They did it in the last house when they tore down a fence where, they try and pretend like they're going to actually do the work. It's the weirdest thing because you never see them do work at any other time on this show. No. But there's always one scene on um on the last one. They knock down one panel of fence. Okay. Yes. On this one, Michael takes a sledgehammer and does like three like, <laughs> like hits at the fireplace. And then they cut away. And now the marble's all gone. Right. Yes. And then they're looking in the because now they're looking for the for the safe and go ahead, Lori, what do they find? Well, also, can I just say that I think he was trying to do it as like a comedy bit, but it was just oh, you it do? Was almost I think personally I think he was trying to do that as a comedy bit. But I was almost like, dude, that's kind of homophobic the way that you are pretending to not be able to knock that down. Like you're almost being like, <laughs> I don't Oh, think- look, a gay man can't do can't can't isn't strong enough to hit this with a hammer. Uh, and I was like, I feel like that's you're being homophobic to yourself, Lori. It may be homophobic, but I don't think he was. I think he was trying. He was like, really? <laughs> you know, like, and he just like <laughs> it was the craziest, craziest okay. thing. So yeah. I think the uh, Joel. She yeah. asked a legitimate question. She said, which I, I mean, look, it's a ridiculous, but it, I feel like it, it deserves a legitimate response, which was if you, if we found the mer- the gun, what would you do? And yeah. he just goes, if we find the gun, well, it, whether or not there's a gun in here is what we're about to find out. And I wanted to be like, no, bitch, what would you do if you found the gun? Like, well, no, because I do think it's a stupid question. I wrote it down here. My nose is a stupid question. You call the police. What do you mean? What do you do? But now I'm starting to think that maybe he wouldn't have called the police because he refused to answer the question. Because I think it was so stupid. He was like, I could, you know what? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'll give you this. And maybe you're buying too much into the fantasy here. All right. Okay. I think if it was just legitimately those two people working there, no crew, no camera crew, no production, no craft services, just Joel and Michael. I could see that being a legitimate question. But don't you think yeah. it's kind of like, I'm not going to even, like, I'm Michael, I'm like, bitch, I can't even knock this fireplace down. Obviously, there's a plan in place in, in case they find the gun. What a dumb fucking question. 
Like what? But Lori, what else would they do with it? I don't know. Maybe like bronze it and use it as a mantelpiece in the house. Here's the murder well, weapon. Okay, so I thought about this actually. He didn't live in this house anymore. No, they had gotten. To, they were getting divorced. Only she lived there. He went there and killed her. Why would he then take the murder weapon in not his house yeah. and put it in a safe in a house that he doesn't live in? Well, also, it's like, the so when they open up this the fireplace, there's like a yeah. hole in the fireplace, yeah. which I'm like, it doesn't necessarily mean there was a safe there. It just meant at some point there was a hole. There's a hole there. Like, I don't know how yeah. fireplaces are built, but there was like mm-hmm. a hole there. And so he would have had to essentially broken through the fireplace, put it yeah. in the safe, and then replastered the fireplace. Well, then I was thinking, too, that is a horrible place to put a safe. Because every, when you light a fire in the fireplace, everything's going to get super, super hot. The safe is going to get super, super hot. Super, yeah. And whatever you have in there, like bonds or anything, are going to yeah. evaporate. Yeah, I also going to burn. I also think it's funny because to me, in my opinion, a safe is something that you want to keep to where it's accessible to where you can go, you can leave quickly. So like, for example, you always think fi- in California fire, right? Or earthquake yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So fire, let's say there's a fire and you're like, we got to get, we got to go, we got to go. So you run, my pa- family always kept our safe in the closet. We run, grab mm-hmm. the safe, run out, right? And that had all of our valuable documents and stuff. So, all the contracts just, you signed with your mom about, uh, yes. you know, how you have to be nice to her on Tuesdays or something. Yes, all the all the all the the fi- the fo- file folder on it, all the mean things I've done to her. Yeah. So she, um, so anyway, so so I just I just imagine there being a fire and then going, okay, grab the safe. It's like, okay, hold hold on, let me grab a sledgehammer. Huh, huh, yeah. huh. Just keep knocking over the. Okay, I got through the first layer of the fireplace. Ted, 20 more minutes and then we're home free. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was, think- well, first off, I don't even know if there was a, a safe there. I mean, they kept saying like, well, it's clear that something had been here. It's like, it's not clear at all. It's just a mm-hmm. hole. Like, I don't know. You know, I don't know if anything was there. It's a hole. Mm-hmm. So it could just be a shittily made fireplace. Yeah, it could be. Who knows why there was... I mean, I've never built a fireplace. I don't know why there would be a hole there. Yeah. But how do we know that he didn't make the hole? Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It could just be... It's just a hole. Yeah. I'm just a hole, sir. But I would have said if I was him. Can we talk about how uh, low-key Joel and Michael slash Mickle hate each other? Oh, you, oh! You think they hate each other? Well, I think we saw we saw some uh, moments in this episode and then the next episode where they're arguing over paint color. Yeah, and Mickle uh, suggests like a darker color for the accent wall. Mind you, they also mm-hmm. have to tell explain to us what an accent wall is. Yeah, which I thought it would have been the graphic. I felt like it would have been a very murder house flip instead of just painting, what they should have done is they should have done a cartoon version of somebody getting murdered. And then that person taking the blood and smearing it over the wall. 
as an yeah, you know, they should always be that they should have that woman's dead body always in the graphic yes on the ground yeah or just mm-hmm. have the murder weapon move to different parts of that yeah mm-hmm. anyways or a ghost <laughs> so like a ghost approving of it so they have uh so they they're trying to and he picks a, a darker color mm-hmm. and uh that so and then she says well don't you think it'll be too uh it needs to be more light and airy and he just goes <sighs> like he just can't <laughs> he just can't be around well, i just her. think because she's such a dumb bitch i know but i'm just saying they hate each other because she are you she, team michael or team uh joelle uh i'm team murder house <laughs> I'm, I'm team. I'm team. The the house ends up killing both of them. They're both annoying in their own way. Yeah. But I would say uh, Joelle is more insufferable than Mickle. Uh-huh. Mickle. Mickle. I feel like is annoying, but Joelle is just. Well, Joelle has very white woman energy, where she's like, where at the end mm-hmm. of it, she goes, "I'm glad I brought you on," or something like that. And it's like, bitch, you didn't have the, you didn't make the decision. Like yeah. you didn't name, you didn't, you didn't pick who would be hired and who wouldn't be, who got yeah. hired and he got hired. So, okay. So I want to talk about one of my favorite parts is now. Okay. I have a lot, I have conspiracy theories and all this stuff about when they shot certain things. We go to another scene and Mickle's just like, <laughs> like just walking around the corner of the house for no apparent reason. As you do. Yeah. And she is, again, here we go. Guys, they don't even pretend. They don't even try to pretend, like, that she's, like, they don't ever show, like, B footage, like, B roll footage of her painting, helping the crew paint. They clearly, like, kind of started a wall. And then she was like, shoot, shoot, get away, get away, get away. I'm I'm filming, I'm doing this. And so he walks around the corner, and she is, I talked about it in the last, she's like Tom Sawyer painting Aunt Polly's fence. On this house with a brush that I'm not even sure has paint on it, right? Going yeah. like, <laughs> and painting like a total amateur, right? Just like, yes. dude, dude, the way like my, if you gave my nieces a paintbrush and said, paint this wall, they would yeah. paint it the same way, the same technique. She's full right? on gripping it and painting sideways. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, that's it's a, crazy. Basically, that's what it is. And then he says, he's like, he's like, oh, I'm looking, oh my God, look at this white color. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you did not paint this. No. Two, then they, she shows him, right? She's showing him the front of the house. And I am no, I am no like meteorologist. I don't know anything, right? But I will say you can just tell by the light of day that it's morning. It just has a morning light to it. So I yeah. always thought it was he was coming around in the morning and seeing her like he showed up to work and she had a head start and started painting this wall white. But then they have a conversation about the door. And if you look at the door, there's no door. They've removed the door from the house. They right? hate that door. They hate that door. They've removed the door from the house and he's like Oh, do you think that we're going to be able to do something with the door? And she goes, today? And she goes, no, we're going to have to wait till tomorrow. And I'm like, so are you going to leave the house with no door? No door. Like, no front door? It's okay. They got the murder spirit. They got the the murder spirit protecting them. Yeah, the murder like, all right, I guess I'll watch it. Right? (laughs) The murder spirit's like, hey, guys, I think you need to put a door here. 
somebody could come in. <laughs> um, yeah, and then my favorite part of the third episode mm. is when they go shopping for the door. And oh, no, that's, Joel, that's the next episode. Oh, yeah, the oh, third, we're, we're not, not there yet. Okay. Okay. Let me put the check here. Okay, let's go to the next episode. Episode six, actually, technically, of the whole season. Episode six, but third in the series, the final episode of this little trilogy. You know, the show's yeah. a bunch of little trilogies. And now we go, and now they're shopping for the door the next day. Go ahead. You have something to say. Joelle says, I can't believe we're shopping for a door. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? I mean, in the realm of possibilities, yeah, shopping for a door is pretty much the only thing I can believe yeah. them doing. Like, they literally said we're going to go next morning. They show up, they're shopping, and, and then he goes, yeah, but we got to we gotta shop for a door. It's like, mm-hmm. what is? what do you mean you can't believe you're shopping for a door? <clears throat> that I have so to say about this door store, but before we do, Travi Cosmos, with some kind of authority, says his name is pronounced Mickle, rhymes with Tickle. Does he know something? I mean, I've been pronouncing it Mickle, but that's just because I thought it was the dumbest version of the name. Oh. If that's true, then I'm, I'm Yeah, excited. I don't know how he knows this. Okay, if it's true, I mean, I'll call him Mickle, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a funnier version of the name. Travi Cosmos is typing right now. I'll wait for it. So here's the thing. Uh, oh, it was a joke. Never mind. So here's the thing. Is my parents have had work done in their house. I recently paid. I paid for it myself. For the renovation of my bedroom and part of this office, right? We're not done with the office, okay? But the part they done, and I paid for it. And the one thing I can tell you, like, actually, we still haven't done the closet in my bedroom because it takes eight weeks to get the closet door, okay? So, and you can even tell from when you went, you don't just walk in and go, I'll take that door, yeah. And then walk out with the door. Especially since they're getting a different color, he says. I'm not going to do it in the color. It's at the store. No. I feel like with a professional gray door, I could be wrong. Maybe people who've renovated their houses can, can correct me. You order the door and it comes in some amount. Of, it could be that week, but it, you don't walk out with the door. Now, that said, also, just the way television production works, they don't want to take the chance... Like, what I'm going to tell you, and I, and I hate to spoil the, the the Hollywood myth here, everything about this show has been decided as much as they can oh, before yeah. they even showed up to film. What color it's going to be, what's going to be done, everything. And, and now it could be Mickle and Joel deciding it, but that they decided it weeks before. Okay? And yeah. um, And then now we're just filming them put it together and pretending as if they're thinking about it on the spot. So they well, they had the door before they even showed up to this house. They didn't just go, oh, my gosh, we don't have a door. <laughs> like, yes. That's just not going to happen. But, Laura, you want to say something? Go ahead. Also with measurements, especially because they pick a bar. What is it? Yes. They call it a barnyard door. They, those doors are tricky because you have to be – it has to be measured to fit that the house correctly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all that. And also, I will say on on your note of them already knowing what door – they need if i was yeah. that store if i was that door store i would be kind of pissed off at how they portrayed it because they literally <laughs> walk in 
Mm-hmm. And Joel goes, oh, there's nothing here. <laughs> I would have been like, fuck you. Like, she, and, and Mickle's like, yeah, I can't find anything. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What about this door if we change everything yeah, and about by the it? Way, by the way, that door is literally in the middle of the store, like very prominently. It's not like hidden in a corner. No. Like, if you walked in the entrance, it would be one of the first doors you saw. It's also, I have a conspiracy theory that that door wasn't there when they first got there. Because there was the thing where they turn, they go, and then they turn to the side, and, they, and then mm-hmm. Mickle comes back, and it, the door's there. And I was like, that door wasn't there to begin with. They brought that door in. They knew the door that they were going to be using. Yeah, because they already had it. But I'm yeah, you. but what I'm saying is, but I also love how they're like, yeah, if we just change everything about this door, it'll be great. And then for some reason, I don't, what, what about a barnyard door makes it more neighborly than just a regular door? Well, I don't know, but I, I will say it does help with cross breeze so they can have part of the door closed and then you could open it up for light and air. Right? Oh, I would, I hate opening up doors in my house. I don't want not anybody bar- to know. Not if you had a barn door. Well, I Star and I have been having not arguments, we've been having discussions where she's like, I would lo- I would like to get to know the neighbors and I was like, I don't even want neighbors to know that we exist. I want to be I want to stay in my my apartment and never talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to know about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I am not a neighbor person. Most of the mm-hmm. time, neighbors are just pieces of garbage. So. Oh my gosh. All my neighbors have been really shitty. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. Ugh, no, I don't want people to know. But yeah, I would just, I just, well, but cause he was like, oh, and you could do this. And then he opens up the top half of the door and he goes, hi neighbor. And I'm like, what, yeah. how is that different than just opening the whole well, door? Well, let's, so let's get to it. So then pretty much the whole episode revolves around revealing the newly done finished house to the couple. And one of my most favorite things I think I've ever seen, this is just to show you what a chucklehead this Joel is. One of my favorite things, and Lori, I don't know if you have it pulled up or not, so you can see that I'm not making this up. One of my favorite things that I think I've ever seen on any reality show in my entire life, I had to go back and look, is they're walking the couple down the street. So they meet them around the corner. And they hold their hands and walk them. And they they don't tell you this on camera, but you can tell. They've told them, lower your head and close your eyes. Right? Yeah. So the couple have their head lowered and their eyes closed. And now we're in front of the house. And Michael said, or Michael says, are you ready? And they cut to them. And Joelle has her own head and eyes closed. And then she goes, like, oh, what was this house going to look like? <laughs> she is such an idiot. Like, But that's why it's literally one of my favorite things I've ever seen on any reality show. The designer had her own eyes closed and her head down. I would like to also point out that she not only had her eyes closed, she had her eyes closed during the entire walk. She had her eyes closed and her head down the entire yeah. walk. <laughs> to the house. Only Mickle was leading the pack. <laughs> what a freaking moron. 
Okay, so now let's actually talk about the house design. What were you? What were your thoughts? I mean, honestly, they made it so they made it seem like they were going to do a whole new revolutionary thing. Like they were going to just throw, you know, throw caution to the wind and bring. And I felt like it was just sort of like the same but different. Where like they so the the house outside the house was blue with white trim. And they just changed it to where they painted it white with blue trim. Mm-hmm. And they sort of did the same thing in uh, in the inside of the house. They still painted mm-hmm. it the same basic colors. Mm-hmm. And also, can we just talk about the fireplace? They didn't get rid of the fireplace. No, they were never going to get rid of the fireplace. They didn't even say that. They were just going to get rid of the top. They gonna, and I think they were going to keep the marble around it and bring it out or something. It was something weird. Oh, I thought that the whole plan was to get rid of that fireplace. No. Oh. Do you even watch the show, Lori? Yes. I watched it. Didn't they? The whole first episode was how they hated that fireplace. Yeah, they hated the fireplace, but they're going to redo it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they were going to remodel it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then here's the tricky thing is, so they tell us what they're going to do. They're going to put recessed lighting in the ceiling. Great. They're going to redo the banister in that room. Fantastic. Uh, They're going to brighten up the room with lighter colors and accent wall. Great. But they redid the floors. Which is great. But like I told you, I've looked this house up on Google um, Maps. And the house is much bigger than you think it is. So that means, does the rest of the floor and the rest of the house not match? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's what's kind of oh, odd. Yeah. You just have this one little part that has its own little flooring, and then everything else in the house doesn't match. Oh, yeah. That would suck. Yeah. And uh, let me see if I can find that house again. Um, I'll be honest with you, though. And this the same thing was true with... Um, uh, let me see if I found it here. The thinning was true with the last house as well, but they actually do a pretty good job. I will say with the with the limited resources, I'm sure it's not a high budget show. Um, oh yeah, I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was nice. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what the name of what their street number was. I also thought it was funny that when they re, when they show them the new floors, uh-huh. that the that. Uh, I think I forgot if it was Joel or Mickle was like, mm-hmm. oh, and see, now you won't even remember. Now won't, you can't even tell that anything ba- ha- bad happened. Oh, okay. okay and it was okay. like. <laughs> Wait, hold on for a second. I think you're, you're, you're burying the lead here. I think my favorite thing was she goes. Uh, oh, 5426. Hey, I got it here. Joel says to her. Joelle says. Now, by the way, let me show you. They, 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 they took this Google map picture before. Uh, they took it in April 2019, so it was before they did it. But I'm going to show you a, uh, a screenshot of the house so you can see. Um, but they're, they're just going, oh, yeah, look at this wall. And then Joelle says, out of nowhere, apropos of nothing, Joelle says, guys, do you notice anything? And they're like, no. And she goes, no one's thinking about the murder. And you're like, well, yeah, no one was thinking about it until you brought it up, you dummy. So I put the picture there. So you can see the house goes way back. 
And there's a whole other little guest house. Uh oh yeah. And so obviously they didn't paint. That might be a garage. Oh, it could. You know what? It could be a garage. You're right. Probably is a garage. I mean, they they could have converted it to a guest house, but that could be. But maybe there's a little guest house in the side. Uh, But they didn't clearly do white around the entire house. That would be very expensive. So they just did white in the front, so the rest of the house is blue. But the garage is painted the same color as the. Oh, wait. No, that's before. So they would have had to do white. I mean, you one would hope. That if yeah. they painted it the same, that they would do it. But who knows? Yeah. By the way, if you're listening on exclusive tier, you could uh, go and look at the picture in the Discord. It's right there. We see that awful door and stuff like that. But you know what's so funny? They make it look like it's disgusting, but it's not that bad. I mean, there's some. I wouldn't make these choices, you know. But it's not no. embarrassing. Actually, the one thing I would I think that I I would rather I would have rather them fix is the. The fence where it goes from brick to wood. That seems weird. Yeah, but they didn't touch that. that. They didn't touch that. I know. Um, well, so, yeah, I. that's a good question. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I feel like they, maybe the rest is carpet. Maybe that's why they felt comfortable. It could be. It. And now that I look at it, that front part is just the front part of the house. So it's not as bad. So it looks like the living area is behind that. So, yeah, I guess if it's separated... It's not that bad. I don't know. Who knows? I, I mean, look, ultimately, I, th- I like the design choices that they did. Yeah. But so, so I just thought, so yeah, so Joel says that. But then when they show them the wood, they show them, they point to the place where the murder took place. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, so here we move the couch and we replace the wood. So now, you know, you won't be able to tell what happened. And it was like, you couldn't have told. What no, happened we, before? You it's, couldn't. It's not. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. There's not. There was that. There was like at least, you know, almost forty years worth of, uh, you know, living in that house. Some the floors were redone. Is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Yeah. It. 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 That's what I'm saying. She. The dummy brought the. She's all like guys. There was a murder here. She's like, well, yeah, no one was. But then they go, well, now we have our friends can come over. And then they have a party like they had last time. And the friends clearly have been over. Because the friends are like, oh, wow, it looks so different. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, they come here all the time. This is a made-up thing. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously, yeah. I honestly think that they are just going to houses just being like, <laughs> look, could you just play up the fact that you're really scared about this murder house? Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll redo your we'll redo your fireplace. So, uh, do you have it open in front of you, the channel or anything? Uh, I had it open. I can get it open. (laughs) I want to let's let's actually do. We'll talk about it more next time. But let's actually uh, talk. I don't know anything about the next murder. I'm not going to look at the episode, but I want to see what the episodes are. Oh, episodes. Here we go. So the episodes are the next one is the Frederick Hengel House. So let's see who Frederick Hengel was. Oh, here. It says it in the description. Frederick Hengel is arrested for dismembering and cooking his wife in their home. Oh, yeah. He's dead. He died in jail in 2013. Um, From this article from the Daily News, a California man. Oh, I got the access thing here. Frederick Hengel. Um, but wait, the, the case dropped. 
Was the death of the, oh, because he died, he died, well, I guess, while they were on trial. Oh, interesting. How come it's not on Wikipedia? Let me go to Wikipedia. Because I want to know what, so, okay, so that's actually legitimately creepy, because he obviously was cooking the wife in the, in the house, right? Yeah. Hmm. Oceanside. Um, Oh, in Oceanside. Now, I can't see... Okay, True Crime Reddit. Um, let's see here. Ocean... Now, when did this happen? A Southern California man whose wife's flesh was found cooking in pots on the stove. Oh, shit. This fucking Joelle going to lose her fucking mind. In oh Oceanside has pleaded not guilty to murder and other charges. Um, Oceanside police... Okay. Oh, interesting. I don't know what when I don't know when they found it though. But he died during the trial, so it must have not been it must have been like ten years ago. Oh okay, this fucking bitch is gonna lose her goddamn mind. She's gonna oh, lose this her mind. Is crazy. What? Neighbors told the UT San Diego that they had not seen the woman in about in about a month and had heard what sounded like a power saw being mm-hmm. used inside the house about two weeks ago. Several neighbors told the UT the woman had been exposing herself and that her husband had been seen dressed in women's clothing, makeup, and jewelry. Mm-hmm. This actually sounds like if you and I were roommates. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and I would 100% cook you. Oh, for sure. I'd be on throwing dad. <laughs> yeah, you'd be that week's recipe, is right. Yeah, and then, of course, Adam would be like... I decided to change. I'm not going to do. I didn't go with Lenny Lori meat. I actually decided to use ground up turkey meat instead. Lori was too many points. Um, But you know what the last thing is that I would do to you before I cooked you and killed you and cooked you? What? I flip you off. (laughs) We're still figuring it out. Episode five or four, whatever. Thank you for listening to Flip. No, it's episode six. No, it's, we do it. We know it's episode four. It's episode four. Stop. Yeah. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthought media. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcast. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at Lori You Liar. That's L A U R I. The letter U-L-I-A-R. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. Flipped Off is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>